portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Good Thursday, everyone. It is March 26, 2020. I am Brian Wilmer. I'm your host, and this is Locked on ACC. I am, of course, from FB Schedules and College Hoops Digest, and you are from wherever you are. Great Thursday and a great day to check out some fellow Locked On Podcast Network programming. If you have your smart speaker handy after you're done with this one, tell it to play Locked On NFL Draft because it is about that time. We are rapidly approaching time for the NFL Draft, and I think all of us are ready for a little bit of return to sport, at least from what we can get. You can also contact our show. We are at Locked On ACC on Twitter. You can also email us, LockedOnACC at gmail.com. And you can follow me on Twitter individually. I am at Sports Matters. Housekeeping done. Now on to the program. I mentioned we had a requested year yesterday, 1984. So that bumped today's program to, well, now. But time for another tournament throwback. And today we're going to the second tournament I saw in person. So not as long of a ride today, but go ahead, jump in, put on your seatbelts anyway. Off we go to 2005, 15 years ago. Some of the events that took place in 2005, as you know, we take you around the world, then around the ACC, then around the NCAA. January 20th, George W. Bush inaugurated for a second term as president of the United States. The first ever YouTube video is uploaded April 23rd. It's titled, Me at the Zoo. And to think of some of the things that have gone on YouTube ever since. July 2nd, Live 8, 10 concerts taking place at the same time throughout the world. Part of the Make Poverty History campaign. The real highlight of that thing, though, and I won't talk about much of the rest of Live 8, but Will Smith led the crowd in singing along to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme at the show in Philadelphia. I didn't see that, but now I'm half tempted to do it. August 29th, uh, an event that all of us remember, unfortunately. Hurricane Katrina made landfall in the Gulf Coast, killed over 1,000 people, caused an estimated $108 billion in damage. Some celebrity passings in 2005, February 1st, John Vernon. If you don't know who John Vernon is immediately, just think of 0.0. I'll let you figure that one out. February 20th, Hunter S. Thompson. March 19th, ironically enough, John DeLorean. We just mentioned the DeLorean. April 2nd, Pope John Paul II. July 1st, Luther Vandross passed away, unfortunately. July 21st, Long John Baldry. And you may not know immediately who Long John Baldry is. He was uh, a musician. And that's an interesting part of who he was, but... Another really interesting part to Long John Baldry is he was at least partially the inspiration for the Elton John song, Someone Saved My Life Tonight. Very, very interesting backstory to that. Go look that up, read through it. Again, this is not a music program, but I am a music dork. So when you get a chance, go look up the connection between Long John Baldry and Someone Saved My Life Tonight. August 7th, Peter Jennings, ABC broadcaster. 
Newsman, and November 13th, Eddie Guerrero. It seems crazy to think it's been 15 years since we lost Eddie Guerrero. Jeez. Top three songs of 2005, Mario's Let Me Love You, number three, Gwen Stefani's Holla Back Girl, number two, and Mariah Carey's We Belong Together, the top song of 2005. The top three movies, number three, Disney's Chronicles of Narnia, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, $745,013,115. Number two, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, $848,754,768. And number one, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, $897,911,078. There your look around the world in 2005. Movies, music, culture, et al., So now on to the ACC in 2005. 11 teams in the league at that stage. North Carolina wins the regular season. 14-2 overall, 33-4. Wake Forest right behind them, 13-3 in the ACC, 27-6 overall. Duke, 11-5, 27-6. Virginia Tech, number 4, 8-8, 16-14. Georgia Tech, 5th, 8-8, 20-12. Miami, 7 and 9, 16 and 13. NC State, 7 and 9, 21 and 14. Maryland, 7 and 9, 19 and 13. Clemson, 5 and 11, 16 and 16. Florida State, 4 and 12, 12 and 19. And Virginia, 4 and 12, 14 and 15. Don't even talk to me about that Virginia team. Not interested in hearing. (laughs) On to the ACC tournament in just a minute, but first. Let's tell you about the all-ACC team. Sorry, I, I had to get that in there. I make fun of, of teams that I like more than teams that I don't for everybody who accuses me of being a hater of their team. Player of the Year in the ACC, J.J. Redick of Duke. Defensive Player of the Year, Sheldon Williams of Duke. Rookie of the Year, Marvin Williams of North Carolina. First team, Raymond Felton of Carolina, Sheldon Williams. Sean May of Carolina, Chris Paul of Wake Forest, J.J. Redick of Duke. Second team, Justin Gray from Wake Forest, Jarrett Jack from Georgia Tech, Eric Williams of Wake Forest, Julius Hodge of NC State, and Guillermo Diaz of Miami. Third team, Jawad Williams of Carolina. There's a name. I know that my buddy Jaden regularly listens to this program. Jawad Williams. He and I have not talked about Jawad Williams all that much, but I know he fondly remembers that name. Daniel Ewing from Duke. Nick Kaner Medley. There's another name from Maryland. Sherrod Ford from Clemson and Rashad McCants from Carolina. Your freshman team in 2005, Deron Washington of Virginia Tech, Demarcus Nelson of Duke, Cliff Hammonds from Clemson, Sean Singletary of Virginia, and Marvin Williams from North Carolina, and the all-ACC defensive team, Deron Washington from Tech, Demarcus Nelson from Duke, Cliff Hammonds from Clemson, Sean Singletary from Virginia, and Marvin Williams of North Carolina. The 2005 ACC tournament, played in Washington, D.C. The first round featured the 8-9 game, Maryland-Clemson. Clemson wins 84-72. NC State over Florida State, 70-54 in the 7-10 game. And Virginia beats Miami, 66-65 in the 11-6 game, leading us to the quarterfinals. Number 9, Clemson, falls to number 1, North Carolina, 88-81. Number 5, Georgia Tech, beats number 4, Virginia Tech, 73-54. Number seven, NC State beats number two, Wake Forest, 81-65. And number three, Duke, over number 11, Virginia, 76-64. Your semifinals, number five, Georgia Tech beats number one, North Carolina, 78-75. And number three, Duke, over number seven, NC State, 76-69. And Duke 
the three seed, wins the ACC tournament in 2005, beating fifth seeded Georgia Tech 69-64. Mike Krzyzewski's ninth ACC title, Duke's 15th. The MVP of that tournament, J.J. Redick. So Duke, on to the NCAA tournament, along with four other ACC clubs. We've told you about the ACC tournament. We'll tell you about the NCAA tournament and how those ACC teams did. Coming up next, you're listening to Locked on ACC. Be right back. We are back here on Locked on ACC. Second segment of the program. Let's get on to the NCAA tournament from 2005 and tell you where it was played. Tell you about the ACC teams participating, how they did. First of all, you had the Chicago Regional, the Albuquerque Regional, the Syracuse Regional, and the Austin Regional. The sites other than the play-in game, which... Of course, the play-in stuff has always been at UD Arena ever since it started four years prior. The first and second round games, the first four sites, including the McHale Center in Tucson, Arizona, the RCA Dome in Indianapolis, the Taco Bell Arena in Boise, and the Wallstein Center in Cleveland. The next four sites, the Charlotte Coliseum in Charlotte, of course, the DCU Center in Worcester, Massachusetts, the Ford Center in Oklahoma City, and where I was, the Gaylord Entertainment Center in Nashville, Tennessee, the regional semis and finals took place. The University Arena, also known as the Pitt in Albuquerque. The Allstate Arena in Rosemont, Illinois. The Frank Irwin Center in Austin, Texas. And the Carrier Dome in Syracuse. The final four that year took place at the Edward Jones Dome in St. Louis. The 34th different site to host the final four. First time the final four had been to St. Louis since 1978. There were four arenas that were used for the last time that year. The Allstate Arena, the Charlotte Coliseum, the DCU Center, and the Wallstein Center. Of course, the Charlotte Coliseum is no longer. On to the brackets from that year and how they shook out. Starting in Syracuse, the number one seed, the North Carolina Tar Heels. They get a play-in winner to start this whole thing. They're playing in Charlotte. They get the Oakland Golden Grizzlies who defeated Alabama A&M 79-69 in a play-in game. Carolina then takes care of Oakland 96-68 in the first game they played in 2005. Carolina would go on to face the winner of the 8-9 game between Minnesota and Iowa State, that being the Cyclones. The ninth seed moves on only to get hammered by North Carolina 92-65, which sends North Carolina to Syracuse. Syracuse would await its opponent in the regional semis. Right below them were the games in Nashville. Some of the games that I saw. Number 5, Villanova over New Mexico, 55-47. Florida beats Ohio, 67-62. So Villanova and Florida played for the right to go to Syracuse and face North Carolina. And Villanova, the victor in Nashville, 76-65. So we have the regional semis set on one side. Then if we go down to the bottom of the bracket... There's another ACC school in this grouping. 10th seeded NC State in the bottom of the bracket. NC State beats Charlotte 75-63 in Worcester to start their regional play. They then beat UConn 65-62. So the 10th seeded Wolfpack on to Syracuse in the regional semis. They would face Wisconsin, who defeated 11th seeded Northern Iowa 57-52 and 14th seeded Bucknell 71-62. If you'll recall, Bucknell beat Kansas 
in the first round in Oklahoma City, 64-63. NC State, though, gets no further than Syracuse in that regional semifinal as Wisconsin takes care of them 65-56, denying us, unfortunately, of a Carolina-NC State regional final. Wisconsin had three double-digit scores. Alondo Tucker, 22. Michael Wilkinson, 17. Zach Morley, 10. The Badgers, 21 of 42, 50%. 4 of 10 from 3, 40%. NC State also with three double-figure scores. Atsura was 16. Hodge, 14. Betterman, 10. NC State, 19 of 50 from the floor, 38%. 9 of 22 from 3, 40.9%. A significant difference in free throw attempts as well. Wisconsin went to the line 25 times, hit 19. NC State went to the line 13 times and hit 9. So thus ends NC State's season in the regional semis, leaving Wisconsin, the sixth seed, to go on to face North Carolina. Carolina wins the regional final, taking care of Wisconsin 88-82 to advance on to the final four in St. Louis. Carolina shoots 53.1% in that game, Double-double for Sean May, 29 points, 12 boards. Rashad McCants, 21. Raymond Felton, 17 for the victorious Tar Heels. So we have Carolina onto the Final Four out of the Syracuse Regional. We had two ACC participants as well in the Albuquerque Regional. The top of that one, Georgia Tech, the five seed. They beat George Washington, 80-68, to also in Nashville. Moving on to the second round, where they would face Louisville, who had beaten Louisiana 68-62. Louisville, interestingly enough, a future ACC opponent, thumps Georgia Tech 76-54, sending home the Yellow Jackets, leaving me to have to hear an old lady yelling, Go Cards! for two hours. That's a whole long inside story I won't get into. But Louisville on to Albuquerque, where they would face Washington, the one seed, In the top of their bracket, Washington had beaten 16th-seeded Montana, 88-77. This in Boise. Then beat 8th-seeded Pacific. Yes, 8th-seeded Pacific, 97-79. Washington then goes on to face Louisville. And the Cardinals knock out Washington, 93-79 for Louisville, sending Louisville on to the regional final in Albuquerque. That Louisville-Georgia Tech game, by the way, just so we cover that, make sure that we Again, in our mentions of that game, Francisco Garcia, 21 points to lead the Cardinals. Larry O'Bannon was 16. Taekwon Dean, 14. Juan Palacios, 12 for the victorious Cardinals, who shot 22 for 42, 52.4%, 10 of 21 from three, 47.6%. Just two double-digit scorers for Georgia Tech. Speaking of names, remember Luke Schencher? Luke Schencher at 13 points for the Jackets. Jarrett Jack with 11 Schencher, 6 of 8 from the field. Jack, 4 of 8 from the field. Georgia Tech, 20 of 53, 37.7% from the field. 6 of 16 from 3, 37.5% for the Jackets. Down to the bottom of the bracket, where our other ACC representative, Wake Forest, resides. The Deeks, the second seed, they go to Cleveland, take out Chattanooga in the first round, 70 to 54 then advance on to face 7-seeded West Virginia, who beat 10-seeded Creighton 63-61 in the first round. And then, (laughs) I I don't know what happened. I really don't. A game for the ages unfolded between West Virginia and Wake Forest. West Virginia goes to two overtimes. They score 34 points in two overtimes. 
Wake Forest scores 28. Your final, West Virginia 111, Wake Forest 105. That game was tied 77 all at the end of regulation. Mike Gansey with 29 points for West Virginia. 9 of 16 from the field. Tyrone Sally, 21 points for the Mountaineers. Fisher, 15. Herbert, 13. Collins, 12 for West Virginia. They were 37 of 70 from the field. 52.9%, 7 of 21 from 3, 33.3%. They went to the line 39 times, hitting 30, 76.9%. Wake Forest with four double-digit scorers, led by Teron Downey with 27 off the bench. Downey played 36 minutes off the bench. Crazy. Eric Williams, 23 points, 12 boards. Chris Paul, 22 points. And Jamal Levy, 10 points and seven boards for the Deeks, who shot 36 of 71, 50.7% from the field, nine of 23, 39.1 from three, just 24 of 36 from the line, 66.7%. So Wake bounced in round two. West Virginia then goes on to face six-seeded Texas Tech, who beat 11-seeded UCLA 78-66 in round one, and third-seed Gonzaga 71-69 in round two. The Mountaineers, take care of Texas Tech 65-60. Then Louisville beats West Virginia 93-85 in the regional final. Louisville on to the final four. So we have Carolina and Louisville in the final four. One ACC team at the time, one soon-to-be ACC team. How did the other two regions shake out? We'll tell you. Coming up next, you're listening to Locked on ACC. Stay tuned. This is Locked On ACC. We have returned back to 2005 and the ACC and NCAA tournaments from 15 years ago. We've already told you that Louisville and North Carolina are in the Final Four. We head now to the Austin Regional where Duke is the number one seed, the lone ACC representative in that bracket. Duke facing Delaware State in round one in Charlotte. The Blue Devils win 57-46. They then move on to take on Mississippi State. Duke 63-55 victors there. Below them, up in Massachusetts, number five Michigan State takes out Old Dominion in the 5-12 game, 89-81, and Vermont beat Syracuse. Remember that game? 13th-seeded Vermont over 4th seed Syracuse, 60-57. Michigan State then ends Vermont's run, 72-61 in round two. So on to Austin in the regional semis where Michigan State eliminates Duke. 78-68, the Spartans, the winner over Duke. Michigan State that day, four double-digit scorers. Paul Davis, speaking of names, 20 points, 12 boards for the Spartans. Allen Anderson, 17. Maurice Ager, 14. Shannon Brown, 11 for the Spartans. 27 of 65 were they, 41.5%. 5 of 14 from distance, 35.7, and 19 of 23 from the line, 82.6%. Duke with only three double-digit scorers. Sheldon Williams, 19. Daniel Ewing, 18. J.J. Redick, 13. Redick, another tough day. 4 of 14 from the field, 3 of 9 from 3. The Blue Devils, 22 of 51, 43.1%. 7 of 23 from 3. 30.4% and an uncharacteristic 17 of 24 from the line, 70.8%. So Duke bounced in the regional semis. Michigan State moves on to the final where it would take on Kentucky. 
Kentucky beat Eastern Kentucky 72-64 in the 215 game in Indianapolis, then went on to face Cincinnati, beat them 69-60 in Indianapolis, Cincinnati the seven seed. Next, Utah came. Utah the six seed. They had beaten UTEP 60-54 in the first round and then beat third seed Oklahoma 67-58. Kentucky wins over Utah 62-52. Michigan State then knocks out the Wildcats 94-88 in the regional final in Austin, sending the Spartans on to the final four, which means that we have left just the Chicago region. No ACC teams in that region. However, one that would become an ACC team soon enough, Boston College, the four seed, they defeat Penn 85-65, move on to face 12-seeded Milwaukee. They had beaten Alabama, the five-seed, 83-73 in round one. So Milwaukee moves on and beats Boston College, 83-75, knocking out the Eagles. Milwaukee's run ended in the next game, though. Top-seed Illinois beating Milwaukee 77-63 in Rosemont, thus ending one Cinderella run. Another one appeared to be poised to start in the lower half of the bracket as 11-seeded Alabama-Birmingham beat LSU in the first round, but Arizona took care of them, 85-63. Arizona then beat Oklahoma State 79-78, only to lose to Illinois, 90-89 in the regional final. Illinois, your fourth Final Four participant. So off we go to the Final Four in St. Louis, and we had a one, another one, a four, and a five in the Final Four. Carolina gets the five seed. The Tar Heels take on Michigan State, defeat them 87-71, sending home the Spartans. A big day for Carolina, shooting 49.3%, although not so wonderfully from three, six of 20, 30%. Sean May, 22 points for the Tar Heels. Jawad Williams, 20. Rashad McCants, 17. Raymond Felton, 16 on that day. Michigan State, as it bows out, gets 24 from Maurice Ager, 15 from Shannon Brown, 14 from Paul Davis, shoots just 33.8%, 25 of 74. Spartans 7 of 23 from 3, and out go the Spartans in the national semi. The other national semi, the Fighting Illini of Illinois, score a 15-point victory over Louisville, 72-57, so we have a North Carolina-Illinois national title game in St. Louis. And as I recall, of course, I you know, it was 15 years ago, as I recall, that was a fairly partisan Illinois crowd in St. Louis, which stands to reason. But it turns out not to matter. Carolina takes a 40-27 lead to the interval in that game. Even though Illinois outscores North Carolina 43-35 in the second half, it doesn't matter. North Carolina... 75, Illinois, 70, North Carolina, your national champion for 2005. Sean May, 26 points, 10 boards for the Tar Heels in a winning effort. Raymond Felton, 17 points, dished out seven dimes. And Rashad McCants, 14 for the Tar Heels, though McCants was 6 of 15. North Carolina, 27 of 52, 51.9% in that contest. Another tough day at the line, though. 12 of 19, 63%. Carolina was 9 of 16 from 3, 56.3%. Illinois suffers just its second loss of the year. They fall to 37 and 2. Luther Head, 21 points, pacing four fighting Illini scorers in double figures. 
Williams, 17, seven dimes. D. Brown, 12, seven dimes. And Jack Ingram, 11, for the Illini. 27 of 70 was Illinois, 38.6%. 12 of 40 from three, 30%. Illinois went to the line just six times, made four of them, 66.7%. Your all-tournament team, Williams and Head from Illinois, McCants, Felton, and May from North Carolina, and only two ACC players made all-region teams. Sean May and Rashad McCants made the all-region team from the Syracuse region. And that's it. That's your 2005 tournament. North Carolina, your winner. We've had another requested NCAA ACC tournament throwback. We'll get to that tomorrow. We've had two requests this week. If you have a tournament you want us to cover as part of this tournament throwback feature, drop us a line. You can email us, lockedonacc at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at lockedonacc. You can contact me individually. I am at Sports Matters on Twitter. Love to get your requests. Love to hear from you as part of this feature and part of this program. So that brings to a close today's episode of Locked on ACC. While you're at it, tell your smart speaker to play the latest episode of Locked on Big Ten or Locked on SEC. Support our conference programs. Support all of our fine programming here on the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm Brian Wilmer. This has been Locked on ACC. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Take care, everyone.